0: Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast.
1: Hey guys, what's up? It's Dylan Godino from LaughSpin.com and welcome to yet another episode of the LaughSpin podcast. If you are unfamiliar with what we do here at the LaughSpin podcast, well... I will tell you, some weeks, myself and co-host Mike we run through the comedy news of the week and then some weeks I interview some of my favorite comedians and that is exactly what you're listening to today this is my interview with Robert Kelly who is one of my favorite comedians of all time I've been following his 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 work his career since probably 2004 2005 I've interviewed him before but never for the last spin podcast so this was really exciting he was nice Nice enough to uh, have me up to his new home in uh, New York State, which is uh, just a you know a few minutes from New York. I got to meet his his new baby. Well, he's I mean he's he's like 15 months old. He's uh, absurdly adorable. It was a great time to catch up with Robert because he's got a lot of stuff going on. He just filmed his his new hour uh, comedy special uh, for Apostle, which is, you know, Dennis Leary and Jim Serpico's company. As we speak, they're in the process of shopping it around. So... I don't know when it'll make a premiere or where, but it will absolutely be happening somewhat soon, I, uh, I'd i imagine. And uh, so he's got the special. He's also going to co-star in Dennis Leary's new FX show that you may have read about on laughspin.com. It's called Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll. It's 10 episodes. Uh, they're going to start shooting in October. It'll premiere sometime in uh, 2015. And the premise, I'm so stoked about the premise. I will let... I mean, Bobby talks about it a little bit during the interview, so I won't I won't spoil it too much. But it's uh, It's. It's about a band getting back together. Bobby plays Bam Bam, the drummer. It's going to be cool. It's going to be super cool. So it was great to talk to Robert. Great to catch up with him. I hope you enjoy the, the conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. We got a little deep. Robert's the type of guy where I feel... I feel okay opening up to him a little bit. So uh, I opened up a little bit and he opened up a little bit. We talked about parenting. We're both parents. We talked about what true happiness is and it gets pretty deep. You guys, it gets pretty deep. So if you're not in the mood to think or to feel feelings, then I don't know what to tell you, but this is a good one. This is a good one. This is one of my favorite episodes ever of the last Spin podcast so i'm gonna shut up and uh here's robert kelly robert kelly yes sir on the laugh spin podcast finally i'm on the laugh spin I, i'm excited this is uh
0: this is uh nice we're in my new studio this would actually be a great studio yeah
1: wouldn't it yeah i think it would be
0: yeah where where are we really though robert we are in uh, my house yeah in the suburbs yeah i think the last time we We did a show at my house house
1: in the city that was the first time yeah. First. when you were in the city we did that and then I was on your show with like nine other people, yeah, at the cellar where yes. you recorded there yes, yeah,
0: and now we at the studio, yes, at the riot cast studios yes yeah it's fun it's funny that you say that too I've been getting so much shit, not so much i very a few people yeah, because I have a lot of people on my show you do my, my show went from I think just me and Joe right or me Joe and a guest uh, or me and whoever yeah to I sometimes I have, yesterday it's so funny too cuz I got shit last week for uh having so many people on yeah I had 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 I hit 9 10 11 12 What? 13 14 I had 18 people stop. on stop I swear to god Why? (laughs) Well not all at once, but I had why I don't even Uh know eighteen people. I yes you do. (laughs) Uh Not that you like eighteen (laughs) people. Yeah, not not eighteen people I want to talk to. Well, you know, there's always this if you gotta consider there's there's uh Chris Scopo Mm -hmm. who he's on the computer doing the uh video. Yeah he's actually we're actually shooting a you know, as shitty as it is, a TV show as we're going. So he's going from camera one to camera two to camera three to you know mixing and as we're going so right. he's so he's there he's already. doing a two shot a three shot a one shot you know a single shot so he's he's sitting behind the camera he's got a microphone right and then there's kelly fastuca mm-hmm. who you know puts the show together makes sure everything's there and then there's the you know, regulars i call them right who are usually joe uh, dan soda and lewis gomez and then there's a guest. Right. So there's the guest and three people, really. And All right. Kelly and, and, and regularly. But yesterday, we had, Kelly's leaving. She's going back to Australia. Oh, get out. Yeah, she's, uh, she's going back for six months, which is- forever. Oh, for six months? Forever. Oh. Why you, is she going back? Here's the thing. Once you go home for, for six months, uh, we're doing a show. It's my wife. Ailey. She can come on. <laughs> can we get Maximus on? Sure. But once you do a show- You want to shut that door because if he sees the drums, he'll lose his mind. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. (laughs) All right, hold on. Uh, You want me to do it? Yeah, let me hold that. Okay, hold on. All right. uh, Yeah, my just if my son loves the drums so much, he he loses his mind. If he hears me playing, if he sees the door open, yeah. I have to bring him, he'll flip out until I sit him on my lap, and he sits in front of those drums, yeah, with it, and he just bangs away, of course, and, and he knows what he's doing It's not like he's just hitting the the side of the drum, right he's hitting the drum, and the sound of the the drum he I don't know he gets it i don't i, I don't i i if he's a drummer, if he winds up being in a sick ass crazy band, yeah. And I named him perfectly, Maximus. <laughs> I mean, you can't fuck. You give it up for the drummer of the fucking world, Maximus. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, he's got to either be a drummer or uh, or or a hitman or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, a, or a gladiator. Uh, yeah, well, gladiators
0: aren't around anymore. But, well, you know, I mean, The apocalypse might come.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, have you have you been paying attention to the news at all? Uh, I- <laughs> there, there's going to be gladiators. There's he's going to need to be a gladiator. Really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to have to kill people and eat them <laughs> to oh my, survive oh my god really <laughs> I, i'm gonna have to teach him other
0: things i was teaching them the abcs apparently no. i have to teach him how to field dress a human don't yes
1: yes <laughs> don't waste your time with abcs
0: oh anyways yes back to my original yes. boring thing and no 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 this i like this the um we were replacing the interns mm-hmm. so we had we put a call out to the fans whoever wants to be an intern for the yeah. show come down so eight people showed up two smoking hot girls too which is you know i'm always surprised when you like hot chicks listen to your show (laughs) you know i think it's just fucking bald douches like me sure who i love but uh yeah two hot chicks showed up so we brought them all on and we we put them through the we vetted them Mm -hmm. on the show which was very funny
1: i'm thinking i'm going to start having less people on the show i've listened to your show it's it's i love i love it it's entertaining why you know, it could be me personally. It's yes. overwhelming as a as a guest. Listen, it was me who I'm not a comedian. I'm right. around comedians. Yeah, not as much as you, right? So you know, it's a little it's a little intense when you're on the show. When you're when you're on the show and and when you're listening. So when you listen, I mean, when you listen to the show, is it like do you get? Because some people get mad because it's like I what the fuck. I'm very into not having to kind of work to be entertained. Like if I have to figure out who's talking and but that's less of a problem when you have regular listeners and right. they just know. They know the the four main voices yeah. and then, you know, the two people that aren't it's a, it's a quick learning curve. Well, if, and if it's working for you then don't change it.
0: Well, here's a weird thing about it though, is that I I try, you know, when we're on ONA, everybody really knows how to do radio. So we don't really step on each other, right. and it can really be fast and very vicious and funny and, and entertaining. But when you're doing uh, in, a, in a you know you're doing a podcast with people that don't know how to do radio, they don't know that there's beats and you can get your line in. You just have to wait, and sometimes you have to eat it. Yeah. Sometimes you have to wait, and yeah, shit, and that's it. And it the moment's the gone. window's gone, yeah. And I'm trying to like tell people, you know, before the show, hey. Listen. Use your headphones. Right. You're he- you're not wearing headphones <laughs> t- to hear. You, t- t- you could hear each other right. in the studio. It's so that you know when the other person's talking. It enhances the audio, so you can know that. But I don't know, dude. I think uh, I love. That's why I love podcasting. It evolves. Yeah. My show is, my show has evolved a bunch of times. Yeah. And it becomes different things. That's why I like my show. It 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 goes from this to that to this to that, and you know, we'll see what happens, I don't know. But I also, I also want to just have more people on just to really annoy the people that have <laughs> fucking tweeted me. <laughs> I feel like it's a filter. Like, let me just fucking blow this out and have nine people on every week, and everybody, all those people will just fall off like dead flies. yeah And then have a couple people on.
1: <laughs> and then start from there. You should try to book, wow. What? You should get like 30, 40 people on. <laughs> Just do an experiment one week where there's literally 30 people on and just just passing mics around just talking at the same time. It's mind-blowing to me
0: that people don't... Comics were so... We have such egos and self-esteem problems that we don't know... You're not listening. Yeah. Radio is listening, man. You know, I, I, I have great shows on radio when I listen. But when I'm just trying to be funny... I, I have such shitty radio, like ONA the other day I was on, I was trying to be funny and yeah. I wasn't listening. You don't have to talk. You can not talk for a long time. And then all of a sudden you're just fucking yammering and it's amazing because you have something to say. Right. I forget that a lot. I forget that. I feel like I have to be something or say something yeah. and, on a podcast or a radio show and and you really don't. You know, like if you listen to uh, even Jim Norton, you know, when he's on the O&A, it's his show. You won't hear him for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden he's just in there. Right. And he's in the conversation. Or, you know, Joe List is great at that. You know, Nate Bergazzi was when he was on my show was really, he wouldn't, he didn't come in and try to be something. He just sat there. And almost to the point where you're like, "Are you fucking here?" And then all of a sudden, he'd say something that was just so fucking funny, yeah, and so poignant. You're like, "Oh, this motherfucker!" You know, there's some guys that yap. I yap. I yap. Yeah. But I had to learn how to even be quiet on my show and let people talk, which is it's it's a selfish ego, self esteem ego thing,
1: right? It's weird, and I think that I think that comes with age and with experience. I think when you're younger and you're newer to the game. If when you're given the opportunity to be on an O&A or a popular podcast, mm. you're you say to yourself, "Listen, I'm here. Right. The more I'm seen or heard, the more exposure I'm going to get. The better experience this is going to be for me." And I think that's natural. But I think as you go along, you learn that you know it's not quantity; it's it's quality. Yeah. And if you're silent for five minutes, six minutes, seven minutes, yeah. I think that's okay as long as you you know contribute in an, an organic way. I think listeners are smart; they they, they know. Yeah, uh, it's a you know it's a lot better. But I think that takes I think that takes time, and it takes a lot of it takes a lot of patience. It's a weird thing too because you know when you know when you suck,
0: mm. and then when now with the social media, they'll let you know mm-hmm. when you suck. So when somebody lets you know when you suck and you thought you sucked. I don't know if there's anything worse. Do you understand? (laughs) Yeah. And then, because then you'll get the, um, dude, I loved you today on the show, or you were awesome on this, and you're like, no, I wasn't. This asshole's right. I -hmm. really sucked. And he saw it, and you're telling me I was great. You're lying. Are you lying? No. Or... Yeah it's it's a it's a, it's such a weird Why would they lie about that? I don't know. It's it that's the craziness of this how social media now has infused itself into what we do. I back in the day Woody Allen had to deal with his own brain. Yeah. His own I stink, right? Well oh, that was good. Louis CK has to deal with millions of people telling him you great or you stink i get people that i listened to another stupid show today fucking nine people and it's like oh shit there was a lot of people on it, i did tell them to shut the fuck up bob kelly telling people to shut the fuck and then after that you'll get a guy going dude today's show was so good thanks for helping me you've this show helps me through my day i was really sad <laughs> you're like yeah. what the fuck man who do you go with and when when you go everyone's different but eve but when you're but even you i mean this is the story of my life too i envy envy people with opinions Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i you know some people want looks or hair or money Mm -hmm. i envy people who are opinionated yeah i envy people who know which side they fall on right even politics i can listen to the news and i'm like well i don't know i I, in my brain there's points to be made on both sides of everything yeah but some people seem to just fucking pick a side and fuck you i'm gonna take the hits and i'm gonna take the accolades but that's it i can't i don't know i can't do that i I, uh, this you know hamas makes a couple points (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but Israel's right, I mean, you should really be kicking people out. I mean, they had a lot of trouble in the past. I mean, there's a lot you know what I mean
1: no, it's I'm amazed by that too i mean i, I love to have a clear opinion, and I find on uh, most issues, I don't yeah, I don't, and I think the older I get the the more cloudy <laughs> it be it becomes and uh, yeah, I guess I admire those people too that just I, but i don't I, you know I, some of them
0: not all of them no, some of them i think
1: do it for monetary
0: gain sure or for fame you know you you look at these people on fox news or
1: yeah i mean i i i have to believe that half of them don't believe mm, half of what they say. Well, i know for a
0: fact they don't because i've done some of these shows yeah and after they're very hey what's up they, yeah. they don't give a shit they, you know that's what i do yeah and this is who i am i don't give a fuck you know like even Burr, you know, a Rogan or somebody, or even Patrice. I remember Patrice used to, something would happen and he would pick a side. and But he it wasn't just like, I picked this side. He knew why he picked that right. side. And you're like, wow, I never thought. <laughs> where is that in your brain? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know what that's from. I don't know if that's from upbringing. I don't know if it's a lack of information as a child uh, or when I was a kid, like how to form this, or who I was—I I don't know. I, you know, I'm a—I I know that I'm a, a constant evolving person now. But mm. some people are just set the fucking stone, and that's who they are. I mean, I'm saying no—I I don't want to say that these people don't evolve. They, of course, they do. Even Patrice evolved. I think he became easier to deal with, you know, over the years because he realized, hey, you can't just fucking tell people to go fuck themselves <laughs> right. and call them fat. And ugly. And then point in their face. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, you know, like I was telling you earlier, the gnome from the Comedy Cellar. Yeah. Uh, not gnome. Um, I, I was talking to gnome about this. I, I mean, my therapist told me about this. I was talking about this year has been very good to me. This has been a great year, personally and business-wise. I mm. mean, I moved out of the city. I got a beautiful, small little house up in Westchester. And I, it's a different life. I have my beautiful son. I'm a father. In the past as a comic as a real comic as a road comic as a guy I make my living I pay my bills uh, through jokes right and being in front of crowds not millions of people hundreds of people at a time all over this fucking country and world these people on sets or shows the manager and the waitress they become your surrogate family yeah so I'm here for 4 days or 5 days or I'm on a set of a show. That's my family. That's not true anymore. I have a family. Right. I'm a dad. Yeah. I don't I don't have a dad. No, I'm the dad now. That that's done. Me not having a dad is over, it's over. because I'm the dad. I'm the husband. I have a family. I go home to my family now. You're not my family. This is my family. And they did the, that study, 50-year study on happiness. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't about fame. It wasn't about, you know, it was, it was relationships. And these relationships who you, with your friends or family is what true happiness is. Yeah. And it's, I think you start to realize that later in life, that all of a sudden it's like the, these people in my life that I have, I filtered out a lot of the stuff, whether it was my fault or theirs. I don't blame people anymore either. You know, like it, he's a fucking dick. Right. I'm a dick too. <laughs> we just did. We were dicks together. Sure. Something happened. You know what I mean? Or she's an asshole. Whatever it is, you evolve out of. But the people you have in your life now, I chose, and I'm 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 happy with it. I, it's like this weird thing that I'm finally happy. You know, I got this family. I got this this. You know, even my career with the with the show coming out, and I'm happy about the show. Yeah. But I'm happy to come home and sit out in front with my kid. Yeah. And watch the sun go down. Right. It's fucking weird. I'm happy fucking eating lunch at the counter with my kid and my wife. Yeah. Just talking. Yeah. And dropping fucking chicken salad in front of him and him just
1: picking it up and <laughs> it throwing his hands it while Curious George playing on TV. Let's talk about this a little bit more. I'm a huge, love Curious George. What are your favorite kid shows right now? Do you want me to be honest? Yeah. I like Jesse. On Nickelodeon? I enjoy Jesse. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't like her at first. Her it's lips a, bugged me. It's a good show. Yeah. She's she's gotta stop with the Botox or whatever she's I, doing.
0: Whatever she's doing. And I could I feel like I could relate to the butler or whatever is the bet yeah, but, yeah I, I could actually play that role. If yeah. something happens to him, I could feel that role. <laughs> but I always wonder when I watch these Nickelodeon shows, I'm like, how much do they make? What do they make? This show is a fucking massive hit with kids. Is is he making what friends made? You know what I mean? This is a hit. The we, butler? I know. Not the butler. Okay, but is he making scale minimum? Is he making five grand a show? Is he making 10? Is he doing 30,000 an episode? I would think so. You think? I would think so. That's a lot of money. These are huge shows, man. I know, but is Disney forking this out? I don't know. I always think of that weird shit. I think of, I would love to know, I wish that was public <laughs> so I could just know how much the Butler makes on that. Yeah. I but,
1: mean, I, I think Jesse's doing very well because Jessie's she's like yeah. producer, director. Is she? A lot of those shows are good. They're well done. That Dan Schneider guy, I know he doesn't have anything to do with Jessie, I don't think. Right. But Dan Schneider is the guy who created iCarly and a bunch of other shows. Right. And I don't know if you're familiar with iCarly. It's. It, they're not making new episodes anymore. Mm-hmm it's a good show sesame? it's one of the best comedies on television for, really? for adults okay or children really it's a good show sesame? and there's a lot of shows like that sesame
0: street i can't tell you how much i enjoy sesame i love street. it it's even the song like which we're talking about drums today we're playing drums the drums it's in crazy. Sesame Street. the is, updated sesame song the, is crazy the updated sesame street songs drums are fucking insane yeah Yeah, it's fucking crazy. There's all those crazy tight fills. Uh, it's unbelievable. But Sesame Street is awesome. I'll tell you what I do. I hate the Wiggles. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. And then there's a thing that my wife plays. A fan sent me literally 40 of these CDs that you can put into the CD player, and it's all kid shows. Yeah. One of them is this. It's a girl, a woman, a dude, and another girl on the organ. This is a TV show exactly it 's a kid's show, uh-huh. and it they sing songs. I hate it <laughs> it 's the most addicting songs, but I think I think like sesame street okay here 's what I think I, you know these people talk about conspiracy, yeah who shot GFK UFOs I think they 're doing something inside of Sesame Street because here 's the deal. You can be watching Sesame street with your kid he 'll be playing yeah as soon as elmo 's voice comes up, oh over, yeah, a zombie looks up yep. and stares at the TV. And I do too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But my kid is like, oh my God. As yeah. soon as Elmo's off, he'll go back to playing. Yeah. There's something up with that fucking voice, man. Yeah. And I know it's high-pitched. There's something
1: there's something. You think it's evil. more than just the fact that it's high-pitched? Yeah.
0: There's something evil inside that voice. <laughs> I guarantee. I want to record it and I want to play it backwards because I think there's something evil, some type of... It's it's crazy, dude. I'll be sitting there with him, and all of a sudden, uh, Elmo's voice comes on, and... If the guy says Elmo's up next, he looks up. As soon as Elmo's on, though, whatever he's doing, he looks straight at the yeah. TV and, and goes into a trance, an Elmo trance.
1: Yeah, it's nuts. I think there's a lot of potheads working on Sesame Street. Did you see the? <laughs> did you see the Elmo? You know, like the last 20 minutes of the show is now you know Elmo's world or whatever. It yeah, is. thank and God. And he does and he does those uh, you know sketches and stuff. Yeah. Did you see the one where he's a fucking pizza delivery guy in, in space. space? Yes. Like, yeah. how, what was the writer's room? Like, what it? A, a, <laughs> dude, what if Elmo had to deliver a pizza? Yeah, that's cool. What if he had to deliver a pizza in space? Yeah. How many, how much drugs <laughs> are being done on, well, the, on Sesame Street? Well, dude, you talk about guys who,
0: they're puppeteers, okay? I mean, I don't know if you have a out with a puppeteer. I, I don't haven't. Know, I don't know even where they hang out. I don't know what they do. Do they go to bed at 7.30 at night? You know what I mean? I've never met a puppeteer, but I would have to think that these guys are doing some serious pot smoking. And and it's kids. Yeah, you. That's what weirds me out too, is that you, like if you ever saw the the pilot episode of Sesame Street is on YouTube. I have. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it's it. It's weird. Oh yeah. It's weird because it's back before we knew with fucking kids. It's yeah. back before there was a pedophile app. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, we didn't know that this shit existed or we buried it under. There. We didn't know that Mr. Brady took it in the ass right. and Mrs. Brady fucked her kid Greg. This is before <laughs> that or right in that area. And you watch it, and it's uncomfortable now. Back then, it was fine.
1: Because there's adults like hanging out with kids, and. Yeah, some black and, dude with a little yeah. Puerto Rican girl like, hey yeah.
0: guys, look who I found. Yeah. Hey, why don't you come up to my apartment? Yeah. No parents, <laughs> no fucking permission slips. Just a cute. And she looks horrified. She looks like she was snatched out of a fucking playpen. You know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck? Can you please. Please just show me her mother going, No, okay. Right. Sure, Greg, best friend or Uncle Greg. Right. You could have just said, Uncle, hey, this is my niece. I'm right. in. Right. I'm in. You didn't you just a dude in the neighborhood that is <laughs> has this little Spanish little adorable girl and she looks terrified the whole show. It's uh it's really weird, but I mean, thank God for
1: Sesame Street. What a great show. It is. It, it is outstanding. I like, I mean, most of whatever's on PBS Kids, mm-hmm. I really enjoy. I think Curious George is great. Yeah. What other shows does he like? Curious George, and he likes the uh, the train one. What's the
0: train one? Uh, Thomas? Thomas the Train. Yeah, my kids were definitely into Thomas. Loves Thomas. I just hate the word shunting. <laughs> It may any it, it time that shunting the uh, I want to fucking punch a wall it's just uh, shunting all the whatever the song is but uh and I love that fact that I'm not that snobbish or I'm not that much of a quote unquote man, yeah, you know what I mean that I can't watch Thomas the train with my kid and actually sit there and get it it's great, yeah like I, I can watch Sesame Street with him and and goof off and, and not be miserable. Yeah. You know, like I've seen guys with their kids over the years that were kind of miserable. Yeah. You know, like they'll sit with the kid and have fun. All right, take the kid. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I'm that silly. Yeah. Um, to be able
1: to do that. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It's it, crazy, man. It's good. Those little those little moments are, are very fun. I mean, I... As you know, uh, I have a a five-year-old and a three, a guy who just turned three. You know, it can be intense. Like, they're at the age now where they're great apart. And when they're together, half the times they're together, it's just a fucking nightmare. Because they're tackling... Their main thing is, like, they love each other. So, they'll, they'll wrestle. They'll, like, run around. But, like, as soon as one of them doesn't like exactly the way the other one is acting... Then like the gloves are off Then really? it's like fucking You know Who's punching who in the chest Who like, really? like They I have seen them punch each other In the fucking face <laughs> Really Yes We you... had to drag them off the playground The other day Because The little guy Punched the big guy In the face But like barely hit him And the big guy Fucking punched him in the face oh My god What do you do <laughs> You drag them off the playground You tell them not to do it And you hope they don't do it again And then they do it again And you feel like Awful parent Really Yeah
0: See that's the thing like she told me today she goes you know she talked to a doctor and she said you know you punish the uh, thing not the child like the the, whatever they did so you say I don't like that behavior right that was bad not your bad right or your bad you know so it's like okay that makes sense so it's like I have to pick up like I asked her okay so he was biting yeah and he was not me but her right he knows fucking better. I'll fucking punch him right in his face. No, give kidding. him the goon hand? I'll give him the goon hand. I'll mush his face. But he was he was, by, he was biting her, and she would say no, Mac, and grab him and look him in the eye. And I I didn't know what to do. I go, what happens when I do it? Like I ask her, like, what do I do? And she goes, you say no yeah. firmly, and you make him look at you. And you say, you know. So we're on the bed, and he literally seconds after we have this cut he bites me this like he heard me he bites me and i i went no but my no is my no her no is no right no my no's no he fucking it was too much <laughs> you know what i mean the tone he lost it it's too much Aww. it's he lost it and he's like well and i'm like oh god i said no she's like honey you just want to say it there's a <laughs> tone thing you want to turn and I was like, okay, sorry. So I have to learn how to say no. Right. In a, in a, even the way I say A, B, C, like I had somebody go, B- dude, relax. Relax. <laughs> you can't sing Cs like the Goodfellas. Right. <laughs> A, B, C, D, fucking E, F, G. Look at me. Say D. <laughs> D, you cocksuck. What the fuck kind of people are they? Fucking cock and dummy. I was, so I had to learn to, A, B. Right. hey a, a, a. I can't. It's hard for me to do A, B, C, D. E, right. <laughs> it was, it's weird. It's this. I. But it's made me, a, uh, I, I think, a more relaxed guy. Yeah. Uh, having to. Really focus yeah. on how what your tone is and where you're at. I don't, you know, you can't. I can't be the same guy I
1: was a year ago. I yeah. just can't.
0: I can't have that temper uh, that I had two years ago. Right, it's got to go, it's or I'm going to pass it on.
1: Yeah, you have to pull. Yeah, 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 and it's hard. Yeah. and I've gone through times where it's really frustrating because you get fearful that you're losing a part of who you are like i'm a moody guy mm-hmm. i can't i can't be moody anymore right uh, i'm not saying i'm still not i fuck up and i'm sure my kids are gonna pick up things and they're not gonna be perfect and they're gonna be moody but because right. it's like well i'm married now now you can't do certain things and it's great the, 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 in the in the end the trade-off is is good right in the long run that's what you you want that you right. because you need Consi- you need that consistency and you need that love and you need that support. You know, you start feeling a little fraudulent because you're like, I feel awful right now. I've, I feel I'm depressed. I'm I'm anxious. And like, you can't be that. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah, you have to... Uh,
0: I really don't know about that. You know, you you're actually bring up things that I'm afraid of The because he's getting bigger. He's, he's starting to walk. He's yeah. starting to... He's going to want to play. Mm-hmm. He's going to want to do... And there's going to be things where I'm going to have to say not right now or yeah. I'm not going to be in the mood right. and I'm going to have to be in the mood, uh, you know, to, yeah. but then look, man, this, I'm. Uh, what sucks is I know he's going to get hurt and yeah. I know he's going to get hurt. I know he's going to cry. I know he's going to hit his head. He's going to break a, bo- whatever the fuck. Yeah. And I'm going to pass on some stupid shit somehow, some way. It sucks. Yeah. I don't. You don't know what it is, and, and you, you can't, can't worry about it twenty four seven. You have, yeah. He has two moms. Let's put it that way. Because I'm so, I'm so fucking. What is that? What is it? And it sucks too. Like when I, because I'm right once in a while when yeah. I worry, and that he just enforces my my fucking superpowers that I have <laughs> over my wife. <laughs> He had a little bite on his arm I'm like that's a spider bite What if that's a spider What if that's a brown ra-? I just went off She's like it's fine It's just a bug bite I'm like you can have a bug bite too There's two bug bites Exactly right next to me That's a fang bite right. Blah 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 And all of a sudden It got a little bigger And I'm like that's a fuck I'm telling you And she's like oh god It's fine And then we took him It was a spider bite It was I was fucking right I'm right Yeah But she's usually right Yeah She's usually you know It's a weird thing for me man Being a dad is crazy it's crazy. It's crazy because you constantly have to learn. Um, but if you want to be a good dad, if you want to just be whatever your dad was, yeah. which might be fine, or you might not give a fuck, or you're, you know, you, you might, who gives a shit? You just, you know, you just, you're a dad. Right. I don't, I want to become a better dad. I want to become a really great dad. Yeah. So I think you have to learn as this part, you have to, What are, I can ask questions and learn, but it's... Um, It's scary because he's changing all the time. So I'm dealing with a different person. You know, so you're talking about a kid. Yeah. If my kid punched another kid, I'd be like, Dev, I don't know. Right now, I'd fucking lose my brain. But then I guess it's, you just deal with it. Did you, what did you, did you slap him on the butt? I mean, what do you do? Do you just say no? Do
1: you punish him? What do you do? Yeah. We're five years into it and we're still figuring it out. Did you punish him? When he hit your, the other kid you the other kid. Yeah, a- we took him away from the playground. Like they were playing yeah. and then they lost the privilege of being on the playground. And that's it. And we walked home. That's it. I mean, what, what are you going to do? If it happened at home, yeah. we would have put him you know, in our timeout. He would have sat you know, either in his room or he would have sat on the steps. Right. And he would have sat on the steps probably crying and screaming right. that he doesn't want to sit on the steps. Mm-hmm. Once he calmed down, and apologize. We would make him apologize to his brother, and that's the end of it. You can't. Yeah, you but can't, like deliberate. Okay, when that happens, yeah, then do you pour on the
0: love? Yes. So because that like yeah. after he said sorry, I'd be like, I love you so much.
1: Yes, you're. That's good. Yeah, you, that you give did him a that. hug. You yeah. say. Listen, Jude. You can't do that. You, you know, it's not. You, you don't treat people like that. You just can't do that. And He's, then you go on with your day. And then two hours later, he does something else fucked up. Oh, great! <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking great. You know, Jesus. it's that's and that's just and that's just <laughs> it. That's life. And like, if you get wrapped up in it, yeah. And I'm not saying I don't. I do, and it, it affects my mood like for hours. But if you get wrapped up in in every little thing they do, then you'd be fucked. You start to like think your kid is evil and he's not evil he's just he's just a kid right and uh you know i don't know how other five-year-old and and three-year-old brothers interact when i see them treating each other like that i think oh my god these kids are monsters like what are they doing but i don't know like but do you think it's from your genes or is it from
0: you i don't you know when i see like when he started he had a he had a little temper tantrum the other day yeah he you know he made a face and then
1: yeah, and, and like, he's 15 months old, by the way, right? Yes. All right. I mean, we should know that too. I mean, yeah. you can't expect that much from a 15 month old. <laughs> all right. All right.
0: You know what? You're right. I'm fucking. I'm going go any further.
1: <laughs> and I mean, it's fine. I mean, we could we well, could certainly talk about. it. I just want the listeners to know that we're not we're not dealing with like an eight year old. They all
0: just checked out. Wait, what? <laughs> That's
1: like when my grandfather
0: I came out. I was like my every, I was like my grandfather passed away, and I was like, oh god, my god, how old was he? 101? Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Oh fuck you! <laughs> Fucking, he should have been dead ten years ago. I lost my grandmother, and father at seventy nine. <laughs> you had, thir- had twenty one more years. No,
1: it's all, it's all, it's all relative. Yeah. You, you are absolutely allowed to worry about your fifteen month old tantruming. I'm yeah, just, I, I I'm just saying. I'm just like
0: I, t- I say to my wife. Did I give him that? Is that for me? Is that for my father? Because I have tantrums. Because my wife is the most calmest. You know passive aggressive person i've ever met yeah you know i'm hoping he develops that
1: yeah and i'm hoping my kids turn out more like my wife i mean Uh, listen you're gonna fuck your kid up but everybody's everybody's fucked up right my parents were supportive they were they were great they were great parents right i'm in therapy why am i in therapy are you really yeah i've been in therapies for years no shit yes you
0: don't go to the allen do you (laughs) no i'm not a comedian okay (laughs) Really? I've been going that. since I was 29. Are you I'm kidding? 37 now. Oh, my God. That's yeah. great. I think therapy, I mean, I don't know. I've been going to therapy for eight years, um, but I've been sober. What, what's today's date? 10th? Mm, the 10th. Uh, September 3rd was, I think, 30 years. Yeah, that's amazing. So with AA and therapy and whatever else fucking horse shit, I've been pretty much in therapy since I was 15. Yeah, I mean, you know, getting my shit together, but... You know, I think there's people that don't I think therapy. most people should be in therapy There's a lot of people that But then there's people that aren't in therapy Like those guys yeah. we were talking about Those decisive people yeah. Who just uh, This is li- this what I do And fucking right. Fuck you And here's the way it is And Like th- Those people don't go to therapy Like those people yeah. are Like amazing to me you know what I mean? Like yeah. there are people, you say most people should go in therapy. Those people should be in therapy too. But I think yeah. if you unraveled that, it would fucking fuck up their life. Yeah. I think some people- It's possible, you, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're so embedded into that ego or that belief or that um, the, um confidence right. of I'm the shit or I'm the fucking, I'm right. Yeah. That if you unraveled that and found out if you fall that back down, it'd kill them. Yeah, it's like when I got sober. I was this before I got sober. I was this awesome, cool, confident fifteen-year-old kid. Right, really, I fucking could survive on my own. I didn't need a home. I didn't need parents. I could be on the street. I could be in jail. I could be in a rehab. Wherever the fuck I was, I don't give a fuck. I was confident. I banged chicks. I hung out. I could make friends wherever I went. Yeah, I got sober, and I they took all my techniques away let's say all of a sudden i didn't know how to talk to people i didn't know how to approach women yeah i remember like a year a year and a half into sobriety or two years into sobriety i remember i would talk too much to i was like so anyways you know i I i went from this cool motherfucker who smoked and drank and banged chicks like in the first hour to this guy who was you know Trying to talk about A, a, a higher power <laughs> I have a higher power It's not God But you know It's uh You know I I, I believe in something Other than myself <laughs> when would just run away Right Like I had to learn How to be Me again which Yeah Which was fucking weird You know So And I, I love therapy I love going I went yesterday Yeah And he was away for a month But I, I literally Nothing happened Yeah in The month of August I had a great month Yeah So I was like Yeah I'm Nothing Fucking
1: so what I mean, I think it's, I, I think it's just good to check in with somebody and just, but anyway, I don't know. Why did I even mention that? Oh, the, the, the point is, is you're going, I mean, every, everybody has their own shit. It's yeah. just, you want to make sure whatever shit your son does have yeah. is not the type of shit that like destroys lives. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. my parents raised me well, but, uh, I worry, I get anxious I am prone to depression, mm. but like, that's, I, that's in my family. Right. You know, they didn't like, I'm sure they could have done things differently mm. so that I, I wasn't like anxious and stuff like that. Yeah. But maybe that means they wouldn't have done a bunch of other shit and I would have been screwed up, you know, in a different way. Who you know, knows? maybe I would have ended up like murdering people. Like yeah. who knows? They, you know, all in all, they, they were loving and, and that's what matters. Like the overall, make sure your kid knows you love them and, yeah. You can't fuck up that much as long as that's like your the overarching right goal. Yeah. I agree. I think
0: yeah, I think that you know that if they know no matter they're going to go it's just fucked, man. I know how hard it was to be a kid, man. It's not easy. Yeah. It's really not easy to go through that to go through rejection for the first time or the fucking 50,000th thousand time, you know. Yeah. just, you know,
1: to get hurt by other people. Um, well, you'll have you're a comic, so you'll have plenty of life lessons to draw from. Today. Yeah, I, it's it's it's
0: sad when you think about what my kid, what your kid goes through, what he's gonna have to go through. I mean, you talk about depression. Yeah, could you imagine your kid being depressed and yeah. sad? Doesn't that fucking like oh, like I, gave, buddy, I, I'm here. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like can't. Or is that unrealistic? as a human being or a parent to think that you're going to be be able to be there for your kid a hundred percent of the time you know i don't know i don't know like you the depression is a sad thing you say that to me about you and i'm like oh my god (laughs) dill call me you know what i mean yeah i I mean, mean you know depression's a motherfucker man
1: it is and and i'm lucky that it's not it's controllable yeah it's like the rob Williams shit fucking sad it is it's sad and he you know the thing that's the most annoying about that is the people who are like oh everybody loved him why did or like the people that came out and said like oh how could you do that to your kids and all that like listen you don't know what he was going through Mm -hmm. you don't he didn't do it to his kids he fought it for so long he fought it for so long he did so i mean that was his decision we need to respect that decision i know it sucks it's ugly uh, it's it's ugly i know i don't agree with that yeah i don't
0: think you agree i don't think we need to respect respect the decision yeah i think it's a selfish decision okay but it's done yeah i think you need to respect the fact that it's done he did it now none of us could do anything about that Mm -hmm. and you 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 move on you don't you can't sit there and question right and because he's not here to defend himself he's not here there's nothing he it's over he made the decision in his family is suffering from that decision yeah i know um you know so i don't know i don't know about that it just makes me sad that he was at that point it's like is there anybody around like i want to have somebody around to go don't do that or i'm thinking of doing this or, right i don't know
1: the way i look at it is that situation that you just described probably played out really a dozen or more times. No shit. I would think so.
0: No, no one said so. anything though. Nobody said he's talked to me about that or he he brought up
1: depression. It seems like it came out of fucking nowhere. I think I, I think people like in the in the in showbiz yeah. have been saying that. Who's really talking to his wife? Mm. And is his wife going to like tell the entire world that, yeah, you know, he's He's talked to me about this, you know, a dozen times before right. this happened. Oof. Or, you know, or his therapists, or his, you know, whatever. So that, I mean, that's the way I see it. I, I, or maybe I, I just think that because it makes it easier for me to understand mm. why it happened. But I can't imagine that this was the first time he seriously thought about doing this. Mm. And I have to believe he beat that feeling many
0: times. Mm. It's weird. You know, you talk about having it all From the outside. Yeah. But, you know, again, I mean, just to bring it all back, it's the relationships you have around you. Yeah. How connected are you to these people? Yeah. And how, because, you know, I always say there's a difference between excitement and happiness. You know, excitement is, you know, feeling like shit and sad and depressed and then some girl some hot chick gives you a number. Right. And all of a sudden, you're over the, oh my God, and everything's awesome, and you're running around. Dude, what's up? What's Hey, guys. And you have a great night, and then you wake up the next day, and you call the number, and it's it's a wrong number. Right. You're right back to where you were. Yeah. Just even worse. Happiness is, you know, when your sister calls you up, hey, what's going on? All right, I was just checking in. I love you. I'll talk to you later. And you're just like, all right, cool. It's, yeah. It's not, it's not.
1: That is such a great, like, differentiation between Happy, yeah.
0: yeah, happiness is this thing that's kind of in the middle. Doesn't go up or down too right. much, and it's just there. When you can be happy, just happy. Uh, every time I think about that, it like it really does make you just smile a little bit. It's yeah. it's it's not about chasing this excitement. It's not about chasing. It's this these just being happiness is not that wow right. It's just yeah. What's all right? I love you too. I'll talk to you later. I'll see you tonight. All right. Um, all right, I'll see you in the morning. Bye. Right, it was a good day. Bye. You know, so um, that's Jesus Christ. Fucking, Where would we go from Sesame Street? <laughs> what the fuck, man? Me and you are just two
1: deep assholes. <laughs> I mean, we're yeah, we're girls. We're ba- we're pretty much girls. <laughs> is what it comes down. Is what it comes down to. But before we hit record on the podcast, uh, let's talk about let's talk about the. Um, no, no, no. Before. No, no, no. We hit record. Oh, God. Did I just freak you out? I was like, were we just talking with headphones on? No, 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 no. We're, no.
0: Oh, yeah, we're good. No, no, no. We're good. We're oh, my good.
1: God, dude. No. I thought we just talked. <laughs> no, no, no. What I meant, what I meant was yes. before I hit record, yes. we were playing drums. Now, yes. you are, you're about to start shooting Dennis Leary's new show. Yeah. It's called Sex, Drugs, Rock and Roll. Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. For FX, we start shooting
0: in October, and uh, it's for 2015. Yeah, that's uh, Patrice's hat above you.
1: Is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. I, uh, Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I'll just, I'll just punch it on mistake. It's <laughs> yeah. in a box, though. It's all right. Hmm. Well, you tell our, our listeners what the show is all about. I, I play um, a Bam Bam, the drummer. Mm-hmm. We
0: were the next motherfuckers back around 20-something years ago. Before Nirvana, before you know, we were we were the next mother motherfuckers in line. Right, we were the band that everybody looked up to. We were we had a, a hit. Our first hit was about to hit the airwaves, and it fell apart. The night before that happened, everything fell apart uh, due to sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Right. You know, pretty much. Uh, you know, Dennis is a fucking drug addict, alcoholic. You know, typical lead singer. <laughs> uh, you know, egos and and all that shit broke everything up. Cut to now, where you know he's basically struggling to survive. Mm. Still has the ego. Still, still a rock star in his own head. Right. But you know, is there's nothing out there. No money. No nothing. It's about to really go south. Cut to uh, an opportunity arises, mm-hmm. and the band gets back together. And, uh, you know, he has to mend fences with the lead singer. I mean, the lead guitarist. Right. Flash, who uh, is uh, John Corbett from Sex in the City. Sure. And uh, Northern Exposure. Northern Exposure, yeah. And uh, my big fat Greek wedding, uh, who's awesome. Uh, Johnny Ailes, who is... He's been in uh, Ray Donovan. He played the. Uh, he was in the Nutty Professor with Eddie Murphy. He played the kooky sidekick uh, oh, yeah, assistant, yeah, yeah. who is fucking hysterical on this, and uh, and me, and uh, and then there's uh, um, Elizabeth Gillies, who's from Nickelodeon, who is f- just insane. She's knockout gorgeous. I don't know her. She she was one of the girls on a Nickelodeon show. I forget the name of it, but. She she plays his daughter in it, and she sings, and she's unbelievable. Like she walked in, we're shooting a scene, and when usually, you know, usually shoot a scene, everything is pre-recorded, and you just pretend like you're. Yeah, doing. yeah. She walked in and really sang. Wow. Like I'm talking, no, take nothing. One action came wails out this song, and we're like, what? you're like, is this coming out of you? <laughs> um it's unbelievable and all the music is original from Leary um, and his band and, and Greg Dooley and uh, so it's it's really funny you know of course it's it's Apostle Jim Serpico sure uh, those guys are involved so it's the, you know they put together a great crew and uh, FX which is you know I mean the, one of the best networks out there if not the best yeah I mean I mean it's HBO and FX I mean for great Really great shows Yeah Um, So it's crazy man. We start shooting in October I had to (laughs) I didn't have to But I you know Learned how to play the drums
1: Yeah I like that I like that you actually Want to get into it You don't want to be you know, we've seen those shows where, like, there's, like, the school dance scene, and there's, like, a band, and, like, you know, you're hearing the drums, and there's, like, cr- you know, you hear cymbals crashing, and the drummer's, like, not even hitting the drums. He's and- on the hi-hat. Yeah. He's
0: just on the hi-hat the whole he's- time. And all of a sudden, he does a fill, and there's no fill. <laughs> right. And he's smashing the crash in the ride, and there's, there's nothing. Right. Yeah, I didn't want to be that guy. Yeah. So, basically, I'm, I don't consider myself a drummer at all. Yeah. But I know how to play these songs. I learned how to, I'm learning how to play the drums. A, a friend of mine, Bill Hayward in Scotland, mm-hmm. pretty much three times a week, for two hours at a pop over Skype on an iPad, would, and I was on a little electric Roland, right. went, walked me through the songs, and still does. We still have lessons and taught me you know one and two and three and four and one and two and then me sitting in a hotel room with a you know an app one and two and three and four right. you know uh, you know doing paradiddles and, and singles and rolls and it's it's awful it's, it's I'm 43 learning how to play an instrument is it's just awful it's ridiculous <laughs> it's ridiculous and you know But I want to know how to play the drums. You know, no matter what happens with the show, I'm going to still go with the drums. Uh So I will be a drummer in 10 years or whatever,
1: how long it takes. Did you want to play the drums before the show even came out? Oh, yeah, dude. I
0: remember back in Boston 20 years ago over Billy Burr's house in his basement and him trying to tell me, but I had too much of an ego. I had too much of fuck this you know, to sit that he, because when, here's the thing, when you see a drummer, you're like, I want to do that. Right. And you're thinking he's going to go, all right, dude, sit down. All right. You go, duh, 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 duh. you know, right? It, he said, okay, here's drumsticks. Here's a drum pad. Now what you want to do is go one, two, three, four. Right. Fuck you. <laughs> right. Uh, what? No, I don't, fi- I don't think I went home that night when went one, two, three, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> I wish I didn't. Yeah. I wish I understood what music was about or playing an instrument was about back then, but I, I blew it off. But now, cut to... Yeah. I, I've i been relentless. And I love, like, you know, you play drums. Yeah. And that, that's why I was like, you know, when you told me that, I was like, oh, fuck, please come over. Because I love <laughs> when... I love watching somebody play drums because every drummer's different. Yeah. And, every like, everybody... I don't know. It seems like you, I pick up something from everybody, you know, like yeah. uh, like I talked to Questlove one night and he gave me great advice. Just learn the songs. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. He says, fuck the rudiments. Yeah. You have to look like you are a drummer. You don't have to be a drummer right now. Right. So just play the, learn how to play the songs. And, I, and, it, and that somehow freed me up. Yeah. And then when you came over today, like there's a fill that on the song that I couldn't get And you sat down in five seconds. You're like, yeah, all that is, is stay over in the tom. So start the fill on the tom. And I was like, oh my God. I'm sitting there going, he's a lefty drummer. He fucked me. He's a lefty. (laughs) That's all. You know what I mean? But it was, it was just stay on the tom. Yeah. And then started. And all of a sudden my world came together. And it's like, I can do these fill. You don't understand how much that helped me. Yeah. A lot of it is just thinking about things a little differently. Yeah. It really is. And then even seeing you know you play the drums you know watching the way your hands move mm. it's a weird thing man to see the groove you know to see a groove it sucks because it's like when you when i did my first film or was on tv for the first time yeah i can't really watch tv anymore as the way i used to right as a as a square i know that there's 90 people behind no. this <laughs> <Right. the> camera <laughs> right. you know what i mean yeah. i understand that I look at different things now yeah. when I watch movies or films. Um, it takes a lot to suspend reality. Yeah, And with music now, it's like I'm listening to those drums. Yep, That's all I'm doing. And so I'm like, what was that? Was that a crap uh, So it kind of fucked music for me. <laughs> you know? Because now I'm like, wow, he just, how do he do that? Right. And it sucks to me because I could never do it. Like I watch you, I watch you when you just sat down yeah. and you fucking did some crazy beat and I was like, oh shit!
1: Yeah, but you know the th- the thing I've learned about that sort of thing is like I'll listen, I'll I, I listen to a lot of heavy metal, yeah. so I'll listen to a metal drummer, and I'll say to myself, holy shit! Like how I can't do that. Like how do they do that? They didn't like push themselves to learn to do that. That's what came out of them naturally. Do you know what I mean? So like if that same drummer looked at me playing, they might say to themselves. Oh that's that's a really weird thing he's doing. I don't think I could pull that off. Mm. So it's I think it's less to a certain extent I think it's sometimes it's less about skill and more about personal style. Huh. So in a year or two or three years when you're still playing, yeah. I might look at you and you might be doing something and I'd be like, "Wow, that's really weird. How did he come up with that like offbeat fill like thing? I don't think I could do that." Yeah. But it's not like you sat in the room and said to yourself, "I'm gonna write a really crazy offbeat fill, and I'm gonna practice it for right. ten hours until I nail it." Well, there's some guys like Neil Pert does that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know like I mean? he's he's a he's a fucking alien. Yeah, like, you yeah, he
0: you watch that? I saw a documentary on that band, yeah. and, and you're like, "Oh my god, this
1: guy's." A mathematician Yeah you can't You can't watch People like him Or Stuart Copeland Because you'll just Feel <laughs> horrible about yourself Yeah and Then you You can watch ACDC all fucking There da- you bah- go well, That's That's who you have to
0: watch You can probably play Their entire catalog At this point Well that That's the thing That opened drums up for me Is There's a guy On the internet That's It's drumming without drums And he's on YouTube And it's a guy who He's just this fucking Peppy dude Yeah Could sell Amway If he wanted to You know what I mean and he's, he, he's got a, a, a book, a magazine and drumsticks and he's on his bed and he says drumming without drums and he just goes, this is drumming. And he does a Miyagi on you because mm-hmm. like, he's like, all right, one, two, three. Just do this. One, two, on a magazine. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. And it goes, all right, now on the one, I just want you to tap your foot. One, two, three, four. One, now I just want you to add it on. I want you to put it on the the three. Right. One, two, three, four. One, two. Okay, and then you're doing that. And then he goes, now I just want you to use your other hand and do it on the two. One. Oh, so you're gonna one on the three. One on the three. And then one, two, three, right. and then do it on the four. All of a sudden you going one two three. Then he plays ACDC. That's it. And it's like <laughs> one two. He's like Ban, da-na, da-na, And I'm like, I'm because you're playing AC. I'm like, I'm playing for ACDC. <laughs> I'm a drummer. <laughs> and then you realize that the the drummer in ACDC, there's a million little things that he's doing that I'll never I will be able to do for ten years. But right. it's it, that's what made me go. I can do this. Yeah. That fucking one little thing. But then. Every couple of weeks like you came over today and I saw your feet moving and I'm like oh Jesus. <laughs> and then you taught me that offbeat. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I can pick, I'm a quick learner, but it You is, are very quick. It's amazing that your 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 extremities, your you know, your hands and your feet are doing different things. Yeah, you know what I mean? I my mean, kid. Hi.
1: What's up, Maximus? There he is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come in, Uh-oh. you stinker. Uh-huh, there he is. How cute is he, man? He's adorable. I can't take it. <laughs> I can't take it. <laughs> Hi, Max. <laughs> so anyways, he uh, I think drums to me. Everybody says lead singer. I, I just think it's the drums, man. I mean, the drums in a band to me is fucking always, always has been the guy Oh, the girl I've looked at.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, obviously I, I agree because, uh, you know, I've been playing for many, many years. But it's really, I mean, it's, it's cliche. A lot of people say this, like the drummer is what like keeps the band together. Yeah. And you take that for granted until you get a new drummer or listen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've played in a lot of different bands and it's not because like I'm amazing. I'm not. I'm not like a, an amazing technical drummer. Yeah but I get it. Right. I get like, you could give, give me a song and I'll play it. Right. And I get it. Right. And that's so much more important than being this guy who can do like these crazy, like Neil Pert fills oh, yeah. and stuff, yeah. you know, unless you just want to play by yourself mm-hmm. and just go crazy <laughs> in your basement. And some yeah. people love doing that. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's, it, it's so much more fun playing, you know, with, with other people. I haven't done that yet.
0: I really I, One night at the Village Underground Because you know On Saturday nights They have a drummer And a keyboarder Yep And one night I got on the drums I just walked off stage I'll play those fucking drums And I did it And I froze My hands <laughs> clenched up It's It was like singing In public to me Yeah you know, I can do comedy In front of 20,000 people Yeah And I got on those drums And I was like Oh God And I froze And I tried to play bam bam bop bam 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 ba And then I fucking bap bap dum ba ba. Oh, couldn't come out. Yeah. Couldn't do it. But every anyway, I, I I made up for it. I jumped right into the AC. Bump. I just played that really loud. And but then we played at the when we did actually shot the show Sex Drugs and Rock and Roll. We're at Irving Plaza. Yeah. In front of four hundred people. They brought in four hundred extras, and we had to play these songs. I tell you, man. I mean, I was behind the kit, and I I learned the song. Yeah. And I was they. I I wasn't really playing. The drums were all muffled. Right. But I was playing right i was hitting those fuckers on when i was supposed to be right and you know at the end of the song i stood up and fucking dropped the you know hit the crash of the ride and stood up on my fucking and then dropped the sticks and the place went nuts and the lights and the smoke and and looking out and seeing fucking leary as as johnny rock and, and john corbett as flash and and, and, and Johnny Els's Rehab and the place, these, all these chicks and people, were fl- it was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I fucked up. I should, I should have done this. <laughs> fucking, fucking God damn it if I had just listened to Burr back in the day. If I had just went one, two, three, four, five, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, being in a band, being a, being a rock band or any, whatever the fuck it is, in front of live people playing music, a song is like, Wow what a f- what a jolt yeah that cool. is to 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 do that it's such a thing because you're you you the bassist is looking at you, the guitar there they turn to look at you at, and you're all kind of singing and it's it's a f- and the crowd is singing and it it was a weird it was like wow it was yeah. almost fucking i don't know man drug-like
1: yeah, I mean that situation uh, you know, you know, remember too that there's uh, just like in comedy yeah. usually when you're in a band you're playing in front of four people <laughs> and yeah 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 you know. Yeah. It's, well, uh, the clothes
0: you get to wear too though. I mean the wardrobe for this even though I'm I was I'm I'm in the show I'm chubby. Which is great. Yeah, they, they play off of that too. The first, uh, they definitely play off my chubbiness, which is in a funny way. But the clothes I get to wear, like I was like, oh my god! It, it I was like, I get to wear bracelets and necklaces and <laughs> a ring. I had a fucking ring. I had these crazy sneakers and jeans and yeah, I had a vest. <laughs> they give me a leather vest with some fucking <laughs> like stars on it. <laughs> it was like fucking. I've wanted to wear these clothes my whole life, but comics, we don't get to wear vests with no. stars. No, you don't. Unless you're fucking Cat Williams, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So that's a great part about it too, is I, uh, the wardrobe. When I do wardrobes, bro, on shows, because of I'm bald and usually chunky, it's usually a cop outfit or some type of polo shirt, some shitty. Right. But this, I get to, you know, we're rock and roll so it's it's fucking awesome i get to
1: wear leather jackets and shit yeah yeah it's great yeah man who knows this might this might turn into a second career for you no i no no. <laughs> fuck
0: off i'm like <laughs> ah, i gotta I, I gotta get good i mean jesus christ the, i'm i'm just i'm excited this is the i'm so excited it's shocking like i'm in shock yeah I okay, like people aren't you excited i'm like yep but i'm 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 like yeah well, why don't you act because i'm in shock dude <laughs> I'm 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 on FX on a show for yeah. a season. This is a dream come true. Yeah, you know I mean this is, you know I got my special coming out on my own. You know I shot my hour, but it, I I did it with Jim Serpico and Apostle, and it's we own it. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. I've always wanted that. I shot my special at the Village Underground where I wanted to do it. Right. That never happens. Yep. And now it's gonna you know. You know it's going to be out there for people that's it's just to be able to do something that's yours artistically to have a creative thought and be able to do that and other people like it and you are kind of right in a way or it, you know it's like it, it's very fulfilling yeah. it's like wow great you know awesome So that's crazy. It's it's like uh, I'm in shock. I'm used to shit not happening. Yeah, I'm used to shit going bad. I'm used to not getting stuff. Right, you know, it's weird. You know, because when you tell people, yeah, there's a show, dude, you deserve it. It's like, yeah, I don't want (laughs) to. You know what I mean? That means you guys talked about me. Ah, oh, he's not. You he, he guys never had shit. Funny guy. You know what I mean? Good actor, but he hasn't got shit. It's, it's about like, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what are you guys talking about? What are you guys talk about me? You know what I mean? You deserve it, dude. Not anybody I know. You des- What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Your life yeah. is so awful. Yes, 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 yes. And this is what you need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like are you, the voice in my head. What the fuck? But. I mean, you. well, you do deserve it, Robert. <laughs> we all deserve a little happiness. We do, man, and I, I'm, I'm very excited. You know, Leary's is fucking awesome, and Serpico and those guys. Those guys are possible, man. I mean, they're, the f- they're the real deal. Yeah. Yeah, man, they just are. Jim Serpico is the real deal. I've waited my whole career to have a manager like that, mm-hmm. and a friend. He is one of the most creative people I know. I just found out he fucking plays the trumpet get out he grew up in a, a musician his father was a musician and crazy he's got these crazy stories about the you know the mob and music and <laughs> jazz and you know and not only that he's this fucking incredible writer he'll send me these stories and I'm I'm like this isn't like I'd love to see this yeah. it's just a short story You know, he, but he's got, he knows how to see, like, I want to, we can do this and that. But I've handed him a script and he goes, it stinks. No, we can't, I can't sell this. (laughs) Right. And it kills, you know, it's like, oh my God, but this is about my, I know it's not going to sell. The honesty level, the, the, you know what I mean? Is, you know, to be able to be that upfront in this business is insane. And to be that creative. Yeah. I mean, those guys at Apostle, everybody over there is a creator. Nobody's not a creator. My special, our special was in the, right on the film festival. And we they needed a video. They all got together. Serpico came up with this idea. Did all this stuff. I went down to Apostle. We filmed everybody at Apostle. Casey, the intern, Bardo, Tom Saletti, me, and Jim filmed a little short movie for the film festival. Who the fuck does that? <laughs> what management does that? Yeah. I mean, it's. I'm a very. I'm very blessed right now to be involved with. When you're involved with the other creative people, with other creative, it's. It's what elevates people to become good. Yeah. I really believe that. At least me. It, it elevates me to become better when I'm around those people. Yeah. Oh, you know? absolutely. Like my class, Jim Norton, Burr, Patrice, you know, Bob Marley, uh, you know, yeah. Keith, And all, it, it elevates you to become better, you know, not envious, not angry. I want to become better like them. So sure. I, yeah. I'm very lucky. I'm very excited.
1: Well, good. Yes. I'm. I'm glad and I'm glad we got a chance to talk. Yeah. Finally on the laugh spin podcast. I know I'm excited.
0: I'm like I I'm very excited when you started your own podcast.
1: Yeah. I mean, didn't you I tell you to do it. You did. And the thing that was holding me back was I didn't have uh, my co-host when we do, we do a weekly like news comedy news roundup. Yeah. My co-host is the guy, this guy, Mike, who's great. He's the guy who puts it all together and does all the tech stuff. So right. that's what was holding me back. So once I found him and he's been just great just became a good friend and a good uh, you know partner Hmm. so that's what really that's how it happened because I don't I I don't have the time to teach myself how to edit and and all the audio programs so yeah yeah that's great good man well you got a very
0: successful podcast well and it's not on Riotcast which bugs me but that's okay it's not that's okay I still love
1: you Oh, thank you it's on a great network maybe we'll switch maybe if we get a better offer (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you have cookies uh, we have cookies well yeah. cookies will do it yeah because we're not getting cookies from we have cookies and a studio that's <laughs> that's good we don't we have a studio but it's in la la yeah because that's where we're like one of only two podcasts on the network that's not in la really i think so we should just join for we'll be uh we'll be what is it all things Comedy?
0: all things riot cast all things riot cast and we'll be the uh, West, uh, the East Coast version. The East and Coast Bureau, yeah. We'll be the East Coast Bureau. We'll just join fo- forces. How right. about we we do it all? The uh, All Things Riot Cast Death Squad. Let's do it. <laughs> slash Nerdist. We should, uh, yeah. <laughs> slash Earwolf. We we should do that, and we'd actually become serious satellite radio, it's and true. we'd all be gazillionaires. It's true. But we are egotistical motherfuckers, and we don't <laughs> want to do that. So there you go.
1: Thanks Bobby Thank you for having me on brother I appreciate (laughs) it Thanks for teaching me the drums Oh you're welcome And there you have it Ladies and gentlemen Robert Kelly The mighty Robert Kelly On the Laugh Spin Podcast Thank you so much for tuning in, I really do appreciate it. If you haven't subscribed to the Laughspin podcast, please do that. Please do it on iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at Laughspin.com and on Facebook and visit Laughspin.com. That's the site that this podcast was born out of, so that's an important one. Go to that three, four hundred times a day, maybe. Thank you again to you guys and to Robert Kelly for chatting with me for the Last Spin Podcast. I really do appreciate it. Hopefully, we'll see you guys soon. See you guys.